Welcome back, Banter Fam. It's Friday, and it is Bitcoin is trading at fifty-six thousand two hundred and twenty-two. And yes, I was expecting a breakout. I'm still expecting a breakout. Question is when that breakout will happen. Today is Friday, and you know, on Fridays, what we do, we banter. We banter. And we've got a massive banter here for you today. It's probably going to take some ugly turns towards the metaverse, Ethereum layer two, and maybe even some Cardano talk. Going to be, there's going to be a lot happening on this banter. And today, we're also going to be giving away, we've got a new token for you guys to be giving away, a new IDO that we're going to be giving away. So it's going to be a massive, massive, massive show. Stay tuned until the end because that's when we're going to, when we're going to be doing the giveaways. Let's do this. DJing, baby, and if you're DJs and you're in the right place, I'm Crypto Man and I'm here three times a day now bringing you crypto love and crypto wisdom and building the strongest crypto community in the entire world, even though I'm sure that Elio and uh, Alex Beck are going to challenge that in just a couple of secs. If you're new to our channel, join the 505,880. You know, I get this, get this. So, you know, usually we, we brag about the fact that we've got like 505,880 people. Problem is that today, when you look at the people we've got on our show here, let's quickly just, just look at perspective here, right? So we have Elio on our show today. Um, Elio is the master. I mean, you have to understand that most of the tricks I learned were from Elio. And he, I mean, his channel is huge, 553,000. And then you've got Alex. Alex is a DJ. He is an absolute DJ. He's got some one million. He's over the million. So actually in this, we shouldn't talk much about our 500,000 subscribers because we're actually like the smallest channel here in this, in this, in this discussion today. So I think it's going to get really, really, really interesting today. Uh, and there's a lot to talk about because it is Friday and it is banter Friday. And there are many topics that we need to cover here. There's the Bitcoin breakout. Are we expecting this Bitcoin breakout? Should, should we be holding thumbs? I looked at the stock market just before we logged on. And I mean, it's another weekday on the stock market. The stock market's completely out of steam. It has broken through lots of technical levels and there are lots of concerns about the stock market. And if the stock market continues to go down, well, there's no chance that crypto can run without the stock market. That's one thing we wanna talk about. I also wanna talk about ETH layer two scaling solutions. I know we spent a lot of time talking about ETH layer two and uh, the, the different solutions. And right now there has been an explosion in ETH layer two total value locked. I wanna show you the, you guys this. So if you go to the site, which is called l2beat.com, you can kind of see the total value locked in ETH layer two projects. And let me tell you that the total value locked in ETH layer two projects is increasing. So then the question becomes whether ETH becomes this scaling layer for multiple layer two solutions. And then those layer two solutions actually become 
quasi layer one solutions. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to be talking about the race for DEXs on Cardano. There has been a, a big race for DEXs on Cardano. Um, I don't know if you saw, but SundaySwap announced that they're going on to testnet on the 5th of December. Charles Hoskinson said that um, he doesn't believe they're going to be on testnets for very long. And we always said that as soon as there is a working DEX on Cardano, it's going to open up Cardano for DeFi. And when Cardano is open for DeFi, then we may get a whole lot increase in usage and a whole increase in total value locked. So it's going to be a big, big show. And I think what we should do is we should start off by talking about the most important topic in the entire day. And that is the giveaways. Because that's why everyone's here. Everyone's here for the giveaways. So giveaways. We do have the banter bags. As you know, we've got the banter bags. How much money is in the banter bags? Jimmy, put up that little banter bag slide. Okay, so we have over $300,000 already in the banter bags. Monkey Ball launches this week. Apparently, it's only going on to exchanges on the 8th. I know I said Sunday, but I think it's like next Wednesday. Um, that, that should do 100x. That'll give us another $100,000. And we just keep getting more and more and more money in the banter bag. So I reckon when we land up giving this away, it's going to be worth a couple of million dollars. Um, we also, also, also have IDO spots. We've got 50 IDO spots for you guys. Provided you're not American, or if you are American, providing you use NordVPN, and there is a description link below. When they ask you, are you American, just say no and use NordVPN. Description link, there's a, there's a sign up in the description below. But uh, Synchrony, and this is a truly decentralized asset management tool powered by, by AI and analytics. We've got 50. Jimmy, how many have we got here? We've got 20 times $50. The IDO is happening on December 6th on SolRaiser. So whitelist applications are going to close on December 4th, which means I have to give away all 20, all 20 today. That's what you're saying. I mean, that's huge. That's 20 times, 20 times giveaways happening at the end of the show today. Anyway, without further ado, let's get this show on the road. And I think what we should talk about immediately, immediately, immediately is we should talk about Cardano. And we should talk about Cardano with a very, very big Cardano fan, someone who has been vocal about how much he loves Cardano, how good the technology is, how strong the community is, uh, how passionate the community is. I think we should bring in Alex Becker. Great way to intro me in, Rand. Just just setting me up. Everyone's going to come on. And I really think the Cardano holders just want to hang me at this point. But uh, yeah, what, what do you want to talk about as far as Cardano goes? I'm a big fan. I mean, what, what is it about Cardano that you that you love? I, I actually think Cardano, the actual project itself, is great. I have no problem with Cardano. I'm, I'm really looking for the day when Charles bans me or blocks me on Twitter because it would just be funny. But I have no problem with Cardano. It's the people that invest in Cardano. They're, they're mean. They're, they're very mean people. And you can't, uh, you can't talk honestly about the project without getting crucified. So I just said if they're going to they're gonna crucify me, I might as well be the villain. So... I mean, clearly you haven't had a run-in with the XRP community because you think the Cardano people, I mean. The XRP until... community scares me. They're, they're, they, they scare me. I'm not going to mess with them. The Cardano, it's full of Jerry's. If you've ever seen Rick and Morty, they don't scare me. So <laughs> it's just the difference of things. The Bitcoin community, they're maxis, but they're all super duper wealthy, crazy people. So I'm just going to stay away from that. Ethereum, they kind of take the beating. Cardano holders, you say one honest word about the project. The, the, I the think lines in the in the Karens from them. It's just it's 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 icky. So yeah, I just have to, I just have to dish it back out at them. If they'd stop. I'd stop, but um, I don't think they are. 
I must say, I think that we, as I think something's going on on crypto at the moment. And I think it all started when Plan B missed his November target, right? Because everything was fine and everyone was friends until Plan B missed his November targets. And, you know, I took him on about that. And it looks like people are getting quite sensitive. As you can see, I'm now blocked. Yeah. People are getting I, sensitive. I don't, I don't really get that. It's interesting. I mean, I mean, I, I just, I, I, all I did was say that I'm plan C and, you know, I've taken over with immediate effect from plan B because he missed his November targets. I mean, he missed the target. I think so emotions I, are just I, very high in crypto. I, I, I don't get why people get mad when their calls are wrong. Cause really no one knows what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. And so when people make fun of my calls, I'm like, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I said wrong like a thousand times. I said yesterday that I thought Bitcoin was going to break out in the next 24 hours. That was like 23 hours ago. That call's probably going to be wrong. If anybody wants to take over from me, they can take over. I'm not going to block them. If, if people knew it was going to happen in crypto, this would be a very different game. You know? Yeah. But, you know, there is, there is one guy um, who does know what's going to happen in crypto. And I say that, I say that not sarcastically and in no way being facetious at all. But there is one guy that if you follow this guy and you listen to him, I'll tell you what happens. Initially, what he says sounds crazy stupid, okay? So initially when he says, you should look at this narrative, it sounds like, yeah, right. And then three months later, you'll start warming up the narrative. And then six months later, you'll think, fuck, why didn't I invest? There is one guy like that. Here he is. It's this guy. <laughs> the intro to that. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're not watching this guy, if you're not watching this guy, if you're not watching this guy, you know what you need to do? I've worked out how to watch Elio. Just watch his videos from three months ago and pretend that it's today. They'll make a lot more sense to you. That is how you should be watching Elio. Because three months ago when he came out and he said, Metaverse, NFTs, it was like, come on, Elio. You, you cannot be buying these JPEGs for so much money. But now it's, like, it's all starting to make sense. Mm. We can't hear you, bro. Has someone muted it? Poor Elio. Hello. Oh, yeah. welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, pleasure to be here. Um, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get, get, get a lot of alpha here today. And we've also got Hustle. Hustle is the new addition to the Banter Fam. He is a gaming and NFT YouTuber who's now joined us on a full-time basis. He's put his channel on the back burner. And uh, I think today we're going to have a lot of fun here talking probably a lot about gaming, NFTs, metaverses. I think it's going to be a real, real, real degen. But before we go there, Elio, you made a great well, couple of videos about ETH layer two. I need, I need to try and understand how you see Ethereum. Are you long-term more bullish on Ethereum than something like Solana or AVAX? Are you... I guess, I guess if you like really think about it, think about how the internet works. Do you care which data... Like in the end, blockchains are databases, right? Like, do you care which database is running your app? Like, does anyone, uh, do you have loyalty? Is there, is there a reason in the long term to use one over the other? I think these are like tough questions, right? Tough questions to ask. Um, and I think for the next five, 10 years, the answer is gonna be yes, but maybe in 20 years, the answer is no. Uh, so I think over time you start thinking like, what are the connective fabrics between these databases? And does one of those kind of become the dominant uh, most important thing? Uh, we know that Google became the way that we look into all these different databases and it kind of simplified a lot of these things for us. It abstracted them. Uh, yeah, I just think that when you look at scaling solutions that kind of abstract 
the messiness. Well, I mean, look, blockchain layer one is so messy. <laughs> and like now we have the money layer, which makes it tribal. But I think long term, you're going to see uh, there's something about ZK rollups that I think is really just a mega trend. I, I, that's what I think is going to happen. And I think for myself as a developer, we have, you know, obviously we know we can launch successful NFTs on ETH, on Solana. Um, but the question of where to ultimately house the whole game economy, there's not like a perfect solution, you know, and I talk to all the game developers and they all are dealing with the same thing of like, you know, balancing usability, big community, you know, these types of things are, are uh, all trade-offs, but there's not like a, a perfect solution yet. So we're, we're still in the, the good old days of crypto. Why not just use Solana? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being very serious here. I mean, if you're, if you're struggling, um, working out which ETH layer 2 solution to go with and nothing's perfect, and then you look at a blockchain like Solana, which is cheap, which is fast, which is decentralized enough for gaming. Maybe it's not the most decentralized blockchain in the world. Why not just abandon EVM and go with Solana and join hundreds and thousands of other projects that are building on Solana? It looks like there's a lot of projects building up a lot of steam on Solana. Why not just build on Solana? Yeah, we'll have a chat with them. Um, you know, we uh, definitely not. Uh, we, we were looking at having sort of the first uh, Genesis items on ETH mainnet, just because, you know, I still have a, you know, I, I believe the data supports that if you want sort of really historic items, uh, those should be on ETH mainnet. However, when you're talking about like the the overall game economy, I'm certainly open to uh, to discussing with Solana and, you know, a bunch of other um, I mean, we've seen with Axie, like they're on Ronin, you know, it doesn't matter. So um, once you once you get your game economy up and running, uh, that's you just need something that that works well for the players. So you, you said that you were very bullish about uh, ZK rollups. Uh, I guess you're more bullish about ZK rollups than you are about uh, optimistic rollups because of the, the clearing time, right? So, you know, optimistic rollups have that seven day lag uh, clearing time. It's it's also the fundamental. I mean, like. Optimistic rollups essentially assume optimistically that everything's going well, um, whereas ZK rollups have a much in my I mean, I think it's pretty objectively better, like the way that ZK rollups is. achieve. It's like no one who understands this stuff will try to tell you that optimistic is is like actually the, you know, in theory better. The only thing is ZK rollups were thought to be like not feasible. Uh, turns out they are. And I just think, you know, if everyone would connect their wallet to ZK sync and do a transaction, They'll probably be pretty happy in a few months when they do a massive airdrop. I mean, it's it's like yeah. for the people just getting into the industry, like don't risk money, like just connect your wallet and trade small money with ZK Sync, and you'll probably get a, a airdrop that's worth more than like a few months' salary in yeah, uh, in, in the time, near future. How much time? How much time have they got? Do you think? Because they haven't really specified. They haven't really specified a snapshot time of of when people are doing it. I think we're all just jumping, jumping, making assumptions that it's going to be like the previous airdrops, like the DYDX airdrop, like the one inch airdrop, uh, where they just airdrop for people who had, who had used the platform, right? Yeah, I mean, like, that, this is the preferred distribution method. If you talk to any securities lawyers, they'll tell you, oh, not selling something is like a thousand times better than selling something. And these people don't need money, right? They've got infinite VC cash. So they're just like, cool, we just need distribution. Uh, and who are they going to distribute to? People who've used the plat platform. So, um, so it's you, it's a pretty simple uh, way to do it. If you want to sell, if you want to capitalize on ETH layer two, and you want to go, you want to capitalize on zk rollups. What are the investment opportunities right now? If you're bullish on zk rollups, what are the investment opportunities right now? I mean, one of them must be Starknet, but you can't invest, or Starkware, but you can't invest. Um, zk Sync, but you can't really invest. You're kind of waiting for a. You're kind of waiting for 
for something to happen. You can go for something that's built on the stock market, like a DYDX or an Immutable X or, or something like that. What are the other investment opportunities if you're bullish on ZK rollups? Well, it's the beautiful thing right now is it's it's prehistoric, right? So you're able to kind of size up the narrative early. And I think this is where people get really twisted is they start, they really think that, um, you know, these early days, they, they see everything in present tense, right? If you were to zoom six months ago to the, to the metaverse gaming category, uh, everything looked like the ceiling was, you know, maybe where Axie was or where, you know, Sandbox was. And the ceiling is, uh, there is no ceiling, right? If people want to go ahead and, and, and believe in this tech, look at Cardano, right? Look at Cardano. There is no ceiling, right? There's no mm -hmm. ceiling. And we're not saying this in a negative way. It's just um, for the amount of activity happening on the blockchain, it's, it's one of the most valuable networks in the world, right? And, and it's all about the story. It's all about the belief in the future of that, of, of that story. And there's nothing wrong with it. But if people believe in the future of these ZK rollups, there's no reason why they can't come to occupy this just wildly massive uh, valuation because ZK rollups can be plugged into any base layer, right? They're using yes. ETH because it's the most logical right now, but they're not tied to ETH, right? And so if you think of them as sort of just a, a new category of, of chain, it's pretty interesting, right? And so, um, you know, I think people tend to uh, underestimate uh, long-term. They tend to uh, overestimate short-term and underestimate long-term. And so um, right now it might seem like there's nothing out there for ZK rollups, Clearly, we know that there's going to be a whole bunch of these coming into the world. And just this is this is not where I want to slam something down your throat. You guys now have a chance to just get way ahead of this one. So just go get ahead of it and do your research each day. Play around with this stuff for free. Get some coins and then you're off to the races like you could be a part of this from the very start with almost no uh, risk. And so that's kind of a, a pretty cool thing. Everybody knows not to do sales anymore. Everybody knows just to do airdrops to, to users. So look at Arbitrum. No token yet. Um, you know, it's just like, I, I think you probably have like three months probably before ZK sync, uh, at the earliest drops a token, probably more. So, so you got three months to go and play with ZK sync, uh, and link up your wallets, do transactions. Cause you never know how the airdrops are going to be based. It could be volume based. It could be whether you've just done some transaction, whatever it is. I'd connect every wallet and do like a $10 transaction and then just see what happens. They're probably going to do what they did, which is not like reward whales. They're probably just gonna like try to be like really fair and just like reward each wallet. I would maybe mix up your IPs with a VPN because I, they're obviously pretty sophisticated. They they don't want this. Um, speaking so, of that, if you want a VPN and you need to have a VPN, NordVPN <laughs> is a sponsor of our channel. And you VPN. can fix, and you, you need a VPN. You cannot you cannot not have a VPN. You cannot not have a VPN if you're in crypto. I mean that's dumbass. Especially if you're in the States and you want to participate in non-American things, there's no way that you can do that without, not without a VPN. I mean, come on. Let's, yeah. let's look up. Uh, guys, you spoke about Axie. We spoke about Axie a lot. Uh, Hustle thinks that Satan Arena will actually murder Axie at some point. He thinks that Satan Arena, given the uh, amazing launch statistic that they've had and the, the numbers that they had, he reckons that, they, that it's going to be a bigger game than Axie. Alex, your thoughts? I hate when you 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 bring up these games that I'm going to be actively investing in here very shortly on the show. You did it with Moon River. So I was like, okay, I think I'm gonna invest in Moon River. I come on and person's like, buy Moon River, <laughs> shoots to the moon. <laughs> now we just did it with Thaden Arena. Yeah, the numbers look really good. The game looks good. I think okay. it's a very solid investment. If you're looking to invest in games right now, I'm sure we'll talk about degenerate games and that we can invest in whatnot. 
you look for the ones with users that are below a billion dollar market cap. It's very okay, simple. Yeah. yeah. And that, that one sure. really I will, one. I will point out everybody, look at the FTV on Phaeton. Just look at the FTV. Yeah. Not small. Not small. It is, yeah. it is, it is quite, quite large. Yeah. It's yeah. like, all right. So like we're looking, so <laughs> it's underrated at a 500 million dollar market cap, $6 billion diluted valuation. I think the valuations in gaming crypto are a little bit north of logic. That being said, if we're, if we just throw logic out the window and we look at comparisons to other games, it's in a very good place. And so I think the Hold valuation on. of it right now compared to the in context of the market with the user base is excellent. Hold on. You, you said something about throwing logic out the window. And I remember the last time I threw logic out the window was December, 2017. Yeah. December, 2017, wherever I looked. That's all not around, true, Rand. That's not true. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. I threw logic out the window half an hour ago too, but I mean, the last time that collectively we threw logic out the window was December 2017. I remember in December 2017, VCs were very rich. VCs were making investment decisions without doing real due diligence. VCs yeah. were spraying and praying. All my friends got very, very, very rich. That's what happened in 2017. Today, I look out the window, VCs are very rich. VCs are investing money without doing due diligence. VCs are investing in absolutely anything. Absolutely anything is raising money and every single project is doing at least 10x. I don't remember the last time that we saw a project that didn't launch a 10x. Yeah, like this morning I got a message from a person who, who will notifies me of new projects. He shows me the project, tells me it's gonna be the next star Atlas, yada, 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 oversubscribed, you know this deal. I look at it, it's Unity Asset Packs. It's a, it's a space pack that's on the Unity Asset Store. You just type in spaceship, it's the first thing that pops up. Things probably gonna have a $180, 50000000 million market cap at least. Okay, so, tens of millions so, of dollars. Maybe so we know we know how this ends. This is musical chairs. Badly. And yeah, it's musical chairs. VCs can make a lot of money because they can throw money in everything. And then you guys know the numbers. They throw money in anything. You put in fifty thousand dollars in an investment, whatever. Thing shoots to whatever. They're allowed to take a certain amount out, which is their investment capital. So they have these free moonshots where they can take their capital out and then ride to the moon. So like the VCs can invest in literally anything and then have a safe possible 100x without losing the initial investment uh, capital. So, so we've seen that a lot with Unity Asset Games. I, I'm, I'm going to sound like a Debbie Downer on a Degenerate show where we're trying to be like, 100x games, but th that's what's happening. And we just have to figure it, we just have to play this game right now where, you know, Logic's out the window. How much longer is Logic going to be out the window? Because there's tons of money still to be made, in my opinion. But we got to, we also have to be realistic about it. I mean, again, I don't want to be, what did you call it, Debbie Downer, but I'm seeing the signs on the wall. I don't know. I don't know how big the gaming industry is outside of crypto because I've never been a gaming investor. I've always been. I've always watched it, but I've never been a gaming investor. The most and interesting thing, if you don't mind, but sorry, I'll shut up after this. I've been talking too much. Um, if you look at Steam, most Steam games don't make more than ten thousand dollars. A good Steam game makes a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars. An excellent one makes over a million dollars. And the blockbusters, like if you look at, I forgot what that Subnautica. That game made like $20, $30 million, something like that. Of course, we're going to have League of Legends and stuff pop up like that in crypto gaming. But we're giving everything higher valuations than what most games make in their lifetime. And these are not games that even have working products. So, so 
Is it a function of the market being treated or is it a function of too much money in the economy and just there's nowhere for this money to go and we're drowning in money and we're drowning in money so badly that we have to spend money on fancy JPEGs that are non-productive assets um, and on, on, on gaming projects. I just feel that everybody in crypto is very, very, very rich. I, I think like with NFTs, that's a slightly different game. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree or agree with you there. I think it's a slightly different game because the, the huge floors we're looking at is extremely rich people trying to burn too much money, like you're saying, which is what they do in every other facet of life. If we look at games, though, or we look at the market right now, I don't know anybody, even an average Joe, that's not up 20, 30x. And so we're saying, OK, there's too much money to be thrown around. But we have to remember that all these gains in these markets, that's not realized money. That's potential money that's there if you sell right now. If everybody sells right now, there's no money there. So I think what we're also getting, I think what we're also getting, which we haven't seen in in traditional markets is what we have in crypto is we have this thing called tokenomics. And so, you know, by creating this stupid demand and by completely artificially limiting the supply of tokens, you know, at the, the whim of, of the, the, the centralized company, they're creating these absurd valuations. And then what they're doing is they game theory and sneaking the tokens in slowly through very, very, very smart tokenomics. Now, in a stock market, you don't have that. You've got the issue share capital and that's the share capital. Give the valuation to the, 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 the product. But here we've got this additional lever that you can you can mess around with which is tokenomics and yep. most of these valuations are actually just really smart tokenomics mm. the thing we have to remember too about all of this is all those valuations we see in these micro apps before we talk about 100x's and whatnot everyone's planning to sell there's no one who's not planning to sell we, we this is not bitcoin this is not ethereum this is not top 25 crypto everyone is planning to sell it's about when they're going to sell because they are going to sell people want to take that money they're up 20, 30x. We've got average Joes who've never invested in crypto before making a million dollars. They're going to want that so they can pay off their house. It's a question of when they're going to want it. I don't, it's think, it's, I don't think it's anytime soon. I think, I, think it's, I think we have a bit more time. Yeah, it's a game of musical chairs. It's a game of musical chairs. When the music stops, everybody's going to want a chair. Well, you, yep. hit the, you hit the nail on the head with the too much money, right? There's just too much money in the system. And so we, we saw this happening with the melt up. It's, it's everything, right? People are paying for uh, cars, used cars. They're paying more than a sticker uh, two weeks later, right? We're seeing uh, watches are going parabolic, lumber, right? It's like anything that has- the Billionaires gain. are selling all their stocks. Yeah. It's very interesting. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. There's been, well, hold on. There's something bigger than that. There's- Billionaires selling all their stocks, one, but we're getting a spate of um, CEO resignations in the stock market. Now, I don't know if you remember, but the last time there was a spate of CEO resignations in the market was just before COVID. And the markets were extremely heated just before COVID. And CEOs kind of said, look, I'm going to buy out, bow out now because I just don't think that things can get better. And if I stay here, there's actually no real upside for me in staying here. And so you're getting a spate of CEOs that are that are starting to, 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 to resign again. You're getting billionaires selling their stocks and you're getting CEOs going, look, my time is up, I'm out of here. This is a really uh, interesting show of banter because usually people come on wanting us to name coins and make them go up, but now we're, I feel like we're gonna crash a bunch of coins actually. <laughs> well, no, no, shut up, shut up. All right, well, let me come in here yeah. with a little bit of- Everything's of, going uh, up, guys, it's let all Let me up. sprinkle <laughs> some magical hopium on this situation. Yeah. Um, so. Here's the deal. We've seen this over the last few years. Uh, we're no longer on a four-year cycle. It doesn't feel like that. It feels like we're on a three-month cycle. 
right? Every three months we get a new cycle and it started speeding up in 2019, but we really have sunk into this since 2020 and the, and the money printer, which is we got DeFi summer, three months, cool off three months, second, second big push from November, you know, December ish through February, three months. Then we got another bear market, you know, then we stagnated for three months. Then we, then we crashed for three months. Then we had NFTs for three months. Then we have this, for, it's like everything goes for three months and so it feels like we're about three months into this gaming wildness. Um, does that mean that there's not going to be any future? Of course, there's going to be future. There's still DeFi projects going a thousand X, but at the same time, um, it's really important to realize that, uh, the market seems to want to sort of wash out the speculative mania. And you asked when the last time we did something completely ridiculous was it was February, March. That's when we were being ridiculous. That's when it was really ridiculous. And then again, it was really ridiculous in August and October with NFTs. It was really ridiculous. Um, and then it got washed. Uh, now we're being really ridiculous with game projects. Um, now it's, you know, we, we might experience a little wash here. Uh, it so just seems to be, it seems to be that the party with this much money in the economy uh, just wants to keep going. We know that there is an inflection point with crypto and Web3. Um, and to me, it's like, the opportunity for a crypto to fail, the more this goes on, to me diminishes because eventually that funding is going to find its way uh, to really good teams that are durable. And so like, yes, 99 out of 100 may fail. And that's the truth with most startups. But this time we're putting X millions dollars into the smartest people's hands in the world. You got to believe that something comes out of it um, that, that is durable. So so I think I agree with you that the, the, the next, the party that we're in now, the three month party that we're in now is the gaming, the gaming NFT party. Uh, what's the next party? Roll-ups. Roll-ups. ZK I Roll-ups. I, I think I agree with you. Is there, gonna be a, is there gonna be a Cardano party at some point? I think there is as much as I hate to say it because I hate seeing <laughs> Cardano holders happy. But I think it's gonna do, I, I just hate it. It's just so terrible to watch. It's like. I don't know. I don't have the joke to describe it right now. I've been up since 3 a.m. I mean, uh, I mean, listen. You gotta be, you gotta be uh, realistic. That as soon as the dex comes, as soon as one or two dexes come onto Cardano, you've then got, you're then gonna have a a whole lot of DeFi applications and a whole lot of DeFi users coming in. There's gonna be this this land grab for TVL and for uh, and for APYs on 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 Cardano, and then you're gonna get this huge amount of money flowing into Cardano. I mean, it's just. It the happened narrative on is setting up. The narrative is setting up. And then no, Charles, it, Charles is going to then resurrect your favorite deity. And then, um, no, I, I think it's going to be great. It's the Cardano party is 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 written in the stars. It's going to happen. Um, we've all been waiting on it. We know community equals value, right? Community equals value. That is, it's that simple. It's it's the only law, right? If there's enough people who believe in something, then it's valuable. And there are so many people who believe in Cardano so, and clearly no matter what, we'll continue to. So it's just like, what what's to hate on that? We know we know when there is these strong uh, pockets of, of faith in crypto. Uh, and I use, I think the word faith is really important because it's kind of driven a lot of these in, innovations. So there's a lot of faith there. Uh, I wouldn't bet against it long term. It's fun to make fun of it short term um, because it is it is quite memey at times. But look, they're gonna they're gonna do it, right? They got ninety billion dollars. They'll figure it out. So speaking of community and the value of community, there's one community that I'm kind of feeling left out of. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that you know, uh, Hustle um, Hustle uh, mentioned it on his show called In the Game. Um, you know, he mentioned there was like this elite club, so to speak. <laughs> very, very, yeah, it's like an club. elite club in the metaverse. 
I, I'm more awesome. I'm more termed it as a a network of power players within the metaverse. I, I think y'all can term it how you want it. <laughs> yeah. So this elite. You said elite, it, not me. Except uh, I said it yeah. on Twitter like a thousand times. Not, not here. Louder, louder for the people in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Just Asel, just just explain to everybody uh, about this. Um, Neo Tokyo News 5 community that I'm not a part of. Just Good, wait, wait, it's not Neo Tokyo News 5. That is, that is the LARPing anchor, all right? He insults That's and gives news. He is not, he's not Neo Tokyo. He is, he's a LARP. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yes. So, so, it's like Neo Tokyo banter. Yes. Okay. Yes, he is, he's, just, he's a meme. Just run us through how, how you see this. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, just think of, like, the biggest network within the metaverse and gaming. Think of, like, developers, CEOs of studios, CEOs of upcoming narratives in terms of utility behind projects, and devs that are actually building games. They're all within the Neo Tokyo community that Alex and Elio have built. It's probably the strongest, like, I would say the strongest network within the metaverse, hands down. Uh, and they're really first movers. Like, they are getting their feet planted in the metaverse for this not this bull run, but more so like three, five years down the line. Elio, bro, when do you sleep? In between, <laughs> between a content channel, a gaming studio, a series of launch pads, a, uh, now a secret society metaverse club. When do you sleep, bro? Definitely not on the nights before banter. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't usually uh, see Elliot the early, this early in the morning, so this is... This we is moved the awesome. show. I mean, the show was supposed to be at 9 a.m. EST, and then when Elliot said, I'm going to join, I feel like I'm going to move it to 10 a.m. EST because I'm going to get him out at 5 o'clock in the morning. That's not going to happen. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I would have tried to do it. I would have just literally been... Um, I don't know what I would have been wearing or doing so or wait, saying. Let's, let's talk about Neo Tokyo. What okay. is it? Who can get in? Why am I not in? How do you get in? I'll start a little bit here. You know, Alex and I were were talking a lot. You know, Alex is really he he does a great job of poking holes in the BS. Um, and I was like, you know, I had an idea for a community, and I was chatting with him. And the whole concept was a lot of these communities were uh, lucky. You know, people who like were just there at the right place, right time. Maybe they were just super rich. They bought in, you know, to some really expensive items. Um, there didn't seem to be any real attention beyond selling nfts there wasn't really any attention in that genesis moment to how to create the strongest community and that's clearly the 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 single attribute that made board apes what it is right is they have this just rock star community the community just like loves it they eat it up for breakfast and they and they and it's like their identity uh and so you know we got together we started chatting how can we create the the most insane like value add dedicated um, you know, a community that's way better than us at doing the things that we think are important, um, gaming metaverse projects, because uh, Alex and I both agreed on that. And we devised uh, something, you know, uh, in, in and around the, the, the realm of Neo Tokyo. And then Alex kind of took it and ran with it um, as the maker of the games. And uh, you, you can explain what happened next, Alex. Well, but, just before yeah. you explain, before you explain, I'm actually keen to, to ask you something. Have you guys ever met in person? Like, no, that's against like, the rules. That's against no. the rules. It's not allowed. So, I mean, what, I mean, you guys have built this. It's just a sign of the times of, of being able to build something so big and so strong so fast. And you guys have never met in person. Nope. It's I, mean, the rules. I think we've had, this is like our, our third or fourth phone call that we've been on together. Yeah, I, I use chat. I don't, I don't communicate with my voice. I, I'm a creep. 
So, I, actually, okay. I, I actually started copying him too because I figured out that like taking seven meetings a day is actually ruining my life. So I, I just cut him completely. And, and it turns out you don't really need to have a meeting for 99% of things. And so, uh, yeah, my life is, is way better now. So, th so I'm really happy about that. Yeah. So, so Alex, tell us what happened then. Yeah, so I mean, first off, thing I want to state is people are probably thinking that you, you, you got a Neo Tokyo promotion for us to talk about. Not the case here, guys. And also, if you buy a Neo Tokyo right now, you're not paying Elliot, you're not paying me. We never sold a single uh, Neo Tokyo NFT. It was free from Mint. Uh, everything that the, fact the users have gotten, free. The floor for a full set right now is, I think, 26 to 30 ETH. I'm not exactly sure. And that the, uh, the market cap of Bytes, which is the currency for it, is like 177 million right now. They're giving the users for free. So this 30. is not me saying, hey, come buy my shit uh, because, I'll, because I want you to buy it. This is If you buy it, you're not buying it for me. I'm not selling you my NFT. Me and, me and Elliot have one each. Uh, we got the same amount as everybody else. <clears throat> yeah, so but, um, the, the floor is 32 and yeah. uh, the average amount of bytes that people were able to unlock for free is worth, uh, which is about 400, a little above actually, uh, is worth $72,000 right now. So, so, you, so just to be clear, together. you guys, you let me guys... continue from there. Let me continue from there. I'll okay, tell you. All right. So the reason that is, is because the people inside of Neo Tokyo, the founders of studios, the biggest VCs, all the people inside, we all strongly believe that crypto gaming, blockchain gaming, the metaverse, that conglomerate of things, it's going to be like Ready Player One. It's going to be a multi-trillion dollar industry. I think a $10 trillion industry in the next 10, 15 years. It is. Okay. And a network of people building that community that is small, exclusive, so they're able to work together. Just like if you have, because most people aren't building the metaverse. And so we need to have a small uh, community of the people that are. If we let everybody in, then it would just be masses of people all screaming. It's not the people building the metaverse. And so, in my opinion, there had to be a community that was built that allowed all of these people to network and talk to each other and interact with each other. Because in the future, you're going to see the Ready Player One, you're going to see the IOI buildings, all that kind of stuff. And myself and Elliot said, you know what? We would like to found that community and surround ourselves because we want to build that. That's something that me and Elliot strongly believe in. It's our life passion, I would say. And so we want to surround ourselves with people that share that life passion that are also wanting to impact the world and build great things. And so I believe the reason why our floor is so high and it's so strong is, yes, there's a lot of gamification. It's a very cool thing. There's all sorts of crazy LARPing and whatnot going on. But if you look at it, and especially in the elite top 500 group, it's VCs, game studio founders and people that are building the future of it because this is what we believe in and we want to surround ourselves with the best minds. And so it's a small community of what we're building, the best minds in gaming crypto building the future. And so... We wanted to be the ones who built that and not own it. We don't, Neo Tokyo isn't myself and Elliot. It isn't our, our influencer club where you can come worship us and we give you alpha. It's a group of the smartest people in crypto so you're just, you're just You're just equal token holders, NFT holders. We have the same amount of NFTs as everyone else inside. As everyone actually, else, there's, there's actually no probably less, right? Because yeah, Alex we've actually I, made less money than most of the people that are in. We're actually really, really, look, what makes Neo Tokyo what it is, is that it's a pure experiment. Right. And all the best things I, I believe in crypto are pure experiments. Right. And, and you see these going back in history, the people who approached it from a true experimental uh, landscape uh, lens, those people have created really amazing things. And what made Neo Tokyo great was free. Founders had no preferential treatment. There was no insiders. We no didn't will. give a single whitelist spot to anyone we knew. We didn't even give a hint. Uh, everyone from for weeks and months was begging us. Come on, we're best friends, buddy. Come on. And, and, and just we just refused and stonewalled everybody. And what mm -hmm. it, the result was that everyone who got in had put a chunk of their soul into getting in. And when you have that trade off, that's 
intangible. It's, as you know, Rand, everyone's got money. It's dripping from the ceiling. It's coming out of every crevice. So what is the scarcity? The scarcity is people's time and people's emotions. And so when you actually trade the emotion and the time and the actual interest and genuine uh, passion, that's when you get something that's unique. And so that's what Neo Tokyo was all about. And I think I speak for Alex when I say that the people inside this group are even smarter than us. And that was the goal, right? It was to create a group that's much smarter and can accomplish way more than Alex and I could just, you know, sh uh, kicking around that's ideas. And, and so that was, and, and so now it's attracted these power brokers because they're like, whoa, what's going on here? We didn't create NeoTokyoTools.com. The community did. We didn't create the newsletters. We have the most professional looking one and two sheets coming out on every single gaming project within this uh, ecosystem, not pump stuff, but literal objective, uh, detailed, breakdowns um that are being posted in there and this is you know we'll wake up and be like wow this is, this is really deep you know like this there's no uh connection like it's not like alex and i then go okay so we're gonna go cover this now no it's we genuinely are all together as a hive mind trying to uh, work our way through the metaverse and trying to digest all this information um and what we know about neo tokyo is there is no more dedicated diamond handed group of investors and so now every project wants a base layer of uh believer supporters uh and so it's it started to attract everybody to uh towards this very you know you you yeah. give a free nft to, to a bunch of people and right now the value mm -hmm. of it is worth um a quarter million dollars or something like that right and and you have people who won't sell right no one's selling and so uh, I think it says a lot. You know, we have people from all over the world, from Pakistan, from South Africa, from uh, from Asia, from America. Um, it's really a meritocracy, the first meritocracy, I feel like, in in uh, NFT and crypto. And I think that that's what's beautiful about it. Yeah. And the cool thing is, like, a lot of people, of course, solved all the riddles and secret things at first. But, you know, as Neo Tokyo grew and we started getting more big gaming companies in, the VCs, the CEOs and stuff like that, they buy these from it. So first off, the people that solve the riddles, they made life-changing money and we get a member that super values the future and our beliefs and the passion about gaming crypto in the future and wants to build that Ready Player One uh, with us. Not that we're building, not that Neo Tokyo is us building Ready Player One, it's all of us working together to build. It's a community, it's a collective, it's a yeah. collective. Hassel, are you in, are you in, this, uh, in Neo Tokyo? No, I feel like, cause I was building my own content in my own lane. I felt like I was, you know, trying to, communicate in my own just basically do my own thing i'm not you know alex and elio are building something amazing i have you know i know people in my network that are involved in neo tokyo that you know it, it is definitely the power player in the metaverse and what i'll say they created this natural barrier to entry up front with this riddle system when they say this free mint system ran they created this series of just like mysteries basically that high intelligence level people got together got in groups or just really dug into got the answers to and that's how you get a value add driven member into a community, like they said. And then like they mentioned too, after that got established, all these VCs and these funders and developers come in, that's whenever it really gets lucrative. I mean, it sounds to me like it's probably a good time to be buying it. If this is gonna be the Illuminati of the metaverse, I wanna get in early. Well, yep. if you want, if you want to build, if, I mean, again, you're not gonna be buying it from us. I make no money. Well, we make a little bit on the royalties, but. Again, you're not buying an NFT from us. You're buying it from someone in the community and what they value it at. And I mean, if you want to build the future of crypto gaming, you want to be a builder and an impactful uh, and you want to impact the future. That's that's where you should come join us. That's that's just it. It's, it's not come join my influencer community. Okay. I'll give you hot offer and give me millions of dollars. It's, so help it. Let's I, want, I, want to I want to turn it down a little bit because yeah, I think please. for a lot of people that are watching the show, Neo is like one step above 
what they would be able to buy or yeah, to understand. 100%. And right now there's this whole narrative of the metaverse. And I think we've seen an explosion in the metaverse, something that I've never seen before in my life. And it's now hit mainstream. And Kathy Wood says it's a multi-trillion dollar opportunity that will infiltrate yep. every single sector. I'm an investor right now, today. Uh, I'm new to crypto. I know how to use a MetaMask wallet. I know how to use the wallets. I want to get into the metaverse. What is your recommendation? Do I go and buy Decentraland, which is you know the safe bet that seems to be getting some kind of traction? Do I buy the Sandbox? Where where would you put your money? Hustle, yeah. maybe you can you can start off with this one. So I feel like there's a lot of projects out there on the market that are just too insanely overvalued, and I think their growth is probably either close to done or is not at the potential that the metaverse narrative recently had. Like you look at a metaverse project like Blocktopia, for example, I feel like they have a lot of, it's almost a billion dollar market cap already. They're FD, they're FDB. I mean, just if I, if I remember Blocktopia correctly, it is a crypto metaverse or, or a, a, a metaverse in a building that's just crypto, right? Something like that. Right. It's like a crypto education tower metaverse system, but look at the fully diluted, look at the market cap. In my opinion, it's it's unreal. I just don't see too many gains out of a project like that. I think a much healthier project and a much better project, and I know I think the people on this call are bullish on it as well, is Network. It's really funny that if you look at that video too, that's all Unity Asset Store. None of that's made. That's all bought from the Unity Asset Store. It just annoys the fuck out of me. Hold on. Yeah. Is this how dumb? Is it, I mean, look, I must be honest. I invested in the IDO through one of the launch pads. Makes money. Maybe they're doing something else. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, Look, there could be lots of stuff going on there. There could be lots of stuff going on. I could be completely wrong. I'm just looking at this video right here. This is all Unity asset. You can go type you in. Know, maybe you're right, maybe wrong. It's all, maybe, it's all there. First thing that pops may, up. Maybe you're right and maybe you're wrong. Yeah. I can tell you I one thing. Totally that, right. I can tell you one thing that you're not wrong about. $22 billion fully diluted valuation for a metaverse in a building, a crypto metaverse in a building. Come on, guys. I could build that metaverse that you just saw out there in an afternoon. I could take all the assets, build it myself. I know where the assets are. I can pull them up right now if you want. I could build it's that like, building. Yeah, it's like, like using it's like it's like using WordPress to build it. Which again is not gonna be you can't build an MMORPG or a metaverse in Unity. And it okay, did so hot that, gains. It did hot gains up front. Anyone who got in super early <laughs> made literally like a 35x. So like Yeah, I made Fuck tons of money. That uh, make tons of money. If you invest in that, you're very smart. You're right. Very smart, but I, for example, I think that a much healthier project and a much better project, just for exa like example purposes, is Network. Uh, much lower, fully diluted value. And mm -hmm. it is also just a better project. They're building a more diverse landscape. Their land plots, their assets. I think it's no competition. And it's like 5x under the value. And the diluted is nowhere near <laughs> what you're looking at on Blocktopia. So Networks, let's just quickly look at Networks. It's uh, It's... Let me just quickly just cross over to the screen. Oh, I don't have the fully diluted valuation. It's probably on coin market. I can try to get it. Hundred million yeah. times six. Yeah, so it's a two hundred million dollar market cap with a six hundred million fully diluted. Okay. Ilya, of... your thoughts? Like on on. Yeah, no, I, I like I like where Hustle's going. So to me, um, you know, the the beauty of metaverse gaming is the reason why I started uh, building video games in 2018 with no background in it at first, except obviously we started finding really intelligent people to help us is uh, this was it. I knew in 2018 after going through every product category when no one was when everyone was running away from crypto like it was the plague, we were like, what could stop this? And I'm a big gamer. Uh, my co-founder's big gamer. And we were like, obviously, if video game assets were <laughs> were on the blockchain, no one would care about Bitcoin. Who cares about Bitcoin? I'm playing games. 
Um, and so that was where it started. I, that was always my impetus and my, my, my thesis for the last four years. Axie literally proved it with the data over the last bear, the micro bear. And I have no doubt that um, crypto games will start to get focused. All right, look, 1% doubt. There's 99% certainty anything could happen, but I'm pretty sure that crypto gaming will get focused during the bear because it drives token velocity, right? Nothing else drives token velocity. There's no reason to move tokens around. DeFi died, no yields, because the reason why we have high yields, the reason why we have high APY is people are borrowing to reinvest in the market, right? And when the market's up and up doing 10X, 20X, we get these astronomical APYs. When the market dies, we got like 1% APY on everywhere but Anchor Protocol. So shout out to you, Doquan. Um, but at the same time, uh, when we look at it, we see, I believe that it's like when the, the sea level lowers, right? And all the froth goes down, certain things poke out. And I believe that the things that'll poke out will be games. And so I think we'll start to see, um, and by the way, we've already established people don't exit crypto, they stable up. And when there's something worth jumping back into NFTs, metaverse games, they'll get off the sidelines again. And so I think a lot of this money is going to get recycled. And, and that's why I think that there's still a really big thing that hasn't happened yet, where it feels like we've seen the little canary in the coal mine, but we haven't really seen what it's like when metaverse gaming is the only uh, is the only game in town. Um, and I think that the if I were to go to what your your question was, which is where should we be looking? Um, the thing that people will not be willing to do, which is the one thing I've been begging people to do since we started talking about this, instead of spending your crypto immediately, just chucking it at some, some ticker, spend your time, spend your time first and actually get in, touch these products and go use them. Cause most of the time earning within the game is way OP. It's way over indexed. And you have 12 year olds making enough to like steamroll their entire crypto careers just by, just by messing around. Um, and a lot of these games will be, you know, people are just drizzling money. They're not actually spending their time. So you'd be in the, in the ultra minority, the 1%, if you just spent your time playing and actually, uh, using the products and you'll know where the fun is. You'll know that's where the good amazing, is. that's an amazing bit of advice is to actually just go and play, just go and you'll, play. You'll You'll talk to everybody in the Discord and they'll be like, this is the best. I'm having the most fun. Um, and why would they lie to you? These are just random people. And so um, I think that that's what the, what everybody we've been begging to do. But of course, nobody does it because because just nobody will do nobody will do the basics. Right. And so just be slightly better than 99 percent of people and spend your time in the games. Uh, and you'll know which ones are fun, whether that's the which, which ones have you spent your time in? And are you comfortable to say that you would put some money in? Okay, so here's one that I don't think is on people's radar really properly, um, but I think it's actually quite smart and and it's a, and it's an off off the grid play, which I know you love, Ran, uh, and it doesn't have a token yet, right? It doesn't have a token yet. Okay, World Wide Web three. Okay, this one is a pixel metaverse. It's totally you can, you open. Never get a, you can never get a, a real call out of Elio, like something that you can press the buy button on, right? <laughs> Which the best ones. <laughs> I, I'm trying to give you the, the, the next, okay, next, next. Okay, so I was meeting with this guy and in full disclosure, I did try to acquire this while he was a baby because it was, it's really smart, you know? Uh, it didn't work out. I wish I, I, you know, and I'm just a fan. I'm, I'm a fan of what uh, this guy, pretty much Thomas Webb is doing. And uh, it's totally open, decentralized, browser-based. You click in and you're running around in the metaverse and you see punks, you see apes, you see cyber Kongs. Everyone can easily bring in all of their NFTs and just run around and do quests. And there's going to be a play to earn in the future. So look, just understand that like this hits a lot of buttons, right? There's, there's those immersive premium experiences. And then there's the 
fully open, no rules, no, like it's an open sandbox and it's fully decentralized. And that's what this is. This is saying like, we're going to have no limitations. Uh, and, and obviously it's like a pixel metaverse, but I think that there's something there, right? I think that there's something that people want. Um, you can go grind, do quests and stuff. Um, nobody's in Axie Infinity because of the graphics, right? So it's just one of those things where, um, you know, you want to spread out your plays. And I think this one's a dark horse. Check it out. Amazing. Alex, if, if I'm new in the metaverse, if I'm new to crypto, I want to get into the metaverse. Where am I putting my money? Yeah, so <clears throat> there's really two answers to it. So the first thing you got to understand is I, I strongly <clears throat> believe we're going to see a $10 trillion market cap in the next 15 years. What we saw happen in Ready Player One, we're going to see that. And the things you need to look at is I, I believe a lot of people are going to spend most of their time in VR and video game related things. Okay. And the market cap of all real estate in the world is 326 trillion. I think if we work in the other thing I'm gonna talk about right here, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that the land, imagine when people all logged in the Ready Player One, they have that portal, they walk in, how much is that land going to be worth to Coca-Cola or whatever social media or whatever is there? It's gonna be worth a ton and there's gonna be tons of it, okay? So that's going to happen. And then also, for example, if you look at a game like Big Time, they're selling space and what it allows you to do is create assets that are going to allow you to generate the tokens and game. If you own all these assets, you can rent these assets out to people and then they can go generate tokens. So you could literally create an army of people where they, you make 70% of everything they make, they make 30%. So that IOI thing where you see people in chambers and working for a company, that's going to happen too. And I think you need to look at those two spectrums very, very, very deeply because that's going to happen. That being said, the whole metaverse thing is getting way too overblown right now. We have a $50 billion market cap and this is like the 2013 Bitcoin where it went up, went down, and then the the God mode emerged out of it. Okay. So the God mode is coming, but it's not here yet, but let's keep our eye out for that. So if I was new to crypto, I watch for that, but I wouldn't be buying into this whole narrative right now that ready player one is a year away. <clears throat> yeah, no, exactly. You, sh you should be preparing for winter. Exactly. Yeah, so if I'm looking for things I'm going to make money in. Here's the four things that have helped me out a whole lot. If I name any small coins right now, they're just going to pump and it's going to be nonsense. And the valuations are way too high in these things. What I'm going to look for is worked for me really, really, really well. Is there's there's four things in gaming crypto that make money and consistently go up and <clears throat> i can believe in and invest in it's going to be the studios and conglomerates i'm gonna name i'm gonna mention big tokens here because it's just easier if you look at like gala games or, or uh vulcan forge these are conglomerates of games they have they have dexes they have all sorts of utility going into them and so because there's so much in them they can really work into a bowling ball and be worth really high valuations because there's just a lot underneath them and so they all bond together and because of that that banding together it's like a bunch of slime coming together. Not slime, but you, you've seen the movies where the robots yeah, all together become a big robot. Next thing is going to be guilds. So if you look at like Good Games Guild or Yield Guild Games Guild, I, I forgot exactly what it's called. Those things are a bunch of people all working together, kind of like what I mentioned a little bit earlier. Those are big conglomerates of people all coming together. They can reach very high valuations justifiably. Like a single mobile phone game that works on crypto, that's not worth $500 million. It's not. A group, a conglomerate of studios and games coming together, debatable. Okay, so next thing I'm going to look at is games with lots of players. We mentioned Thetan Arena, but there's so many other ones like Minds of Alarnia and uh, a lot of games that are coming out that have active players on them. If they're below those market caps and the market keeps going, we're going to see games do the whole nonsense again, and we're going to see a lot of things come and start trying to mess with Sandbox and all these other companies that are on top. So games with lots of players are the things that are going to pump because people are going to actually start using those coins demanding those coins and that's what fueled axie originally the last thing i'm going to look at is gambling and short loop games so a really good example of this it already has a very high market cap so we're not going to pump it talk about it. it's like d-race or a lot of smaller mm. gambling games where the game is very compact all right like a, a bunch of horses racing each other with programmed ai's 
that's not that hard to develop. The economy underneath it, though, and people watching it on Twitch, for example, if you go look at uh, Zed Run, for example, that is a very strong economy. And so if you look at how we gamble on things, we'll gamble on leaves falling off trees. We'll gamble on football games. We just need something to gamble on. And those gambling type games are small, compact loops that you can develop very quickly and get a very powerful economy where people need that token. And so that can fuel them to go up. If you stick to those four without buying any of those assets that I just mentioned when they're at massive overvaluations, you are probably going to do pretty well because everything in gaming crypto is going to go up until it goes down. And I think it has a bit longer to go up. <laughs> I knew that people were tuning in here to get calls today and they were expecting us to get a whole lot of calls. They didn't get the calls, but I must say, I think they got an education. I've been sitting here and I think I've been educated. I must say one of the, one of the, the, uh, the um, strongest banter Fridays that we've ever had. So guys, thank you so, so, so much. We need to go back. Check, the network chart. Check the network chart. Okay, let's get the network chart. Oh, Hold on. No. Share your screen. Share Just your check, screen. Check, oh, check the. Oh, uh, goodness. I'll share my screen. Okay, I got it. Hang on. This, is, uh, it. this is hilarious. This is the problem. This is the problem. They come here to Degen. Look they, at this right here. This is not how you. Oh. People watching this, this is Wait, not how you invest. This is not, this is not how you invest. This is bad. You shouldn't be like, oh, okay, so this is like the best way to make money in crypto is follow these fuckers on YouTube. And just like, invest randomly. Like, that. That's not how even Uniswap works. You're not even going to be able to exit it. You're being maniacs. Goodness. Guys. Use, use examples and use your... Oh, you fuckers. It's been, it's been, a, it's been real. It's right. been a real Friday. It's been real. We haven't, we haven't shilled tokens. We haven't spoken about individual goals. But I think it's been an education. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you on behalf thank of the banking community. It. And I actually think we need to do a round two. We'll coordinate a round two with you guys. I think it's been, it's been super fun. Thank right. you. Thank, thank you. you so thank much. you. If you don't follow the guys on... If you guys don't follow Elio... Um, what I suggest you do, go, all the, the YouTube channels are in the description below. Alex is a little bit more degen, so Alex is a little bit more degen. Elio is just a futurist. He just sees the future. He just sees around the corner. So join his channel, uh, follow the guys, follow them on Twitter. All the Twitters are in, in the description link below. Guys, love you guys madly. Thank you so, so, so much. Thank you, Rand. Thank, Thank you, Rand. Banter fam. Everybody take care. Appreciate Bye. it. Guys. Wow, what a great show. What a great show. bunch of DJs. Listen, we're going to do some giveaways. We said we're going to do some giveaways. And the Twitch goes. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to give away 50, 20 times $50 uh, IDO spots in Synchrony. Synchrony is an asset management platform being, be, being built on Solana. Um, it, is, it is amazing. The IDO is happening very soon. I think it's happening around the 6th. So let's start choosing one. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Try and find one. We have a minute. We have a minute. We have a minute to find these. But you, you, we just can't do giveaways anymore because Twitch just destroys all our giveaways. All right, you know what? I'll do the giveaways on Twitter. I'll do the giveaways on Twitter. I'll do the giveaways on Twitter. Guys, I love you guys madly. I'll see you guys again on Monday or on the weekend if anything happens. Until then, play well, my friends. Get into the metaverse. Play. Get involved. See you on Monday. Smash those likes, give me some love, smash those likes, yeah, yeah, smash those likes, give me some love, smash those likes, yeah, yeah, smash those likes, give me some love, smash those likes, yeah, yeah, smash those likes, give me some love, smash those likes, yeah.
It's a great show. Super, super, super show.